0: You need a dating app where women can meet men who have completed your course. This guy talks like my imaginary boyfriends. He is written by a woman. Can't believe that such men actually exist. Sending my husband all your videos because so much true. Can we have you speak at every college? Mandatory, you teach sex ed. As a woman, I like to send your videos to men and say this. This is what we want. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. I am your host, James Marshall, and together with my world-class coaching team, we'll be discussing topics on natural style seduction, masculine, feminine, dynamic, lifestyle design, sexuality, personal change, and so much more. Stay tuned for today's episode. Good day, gentlemen. James Marshall here. And In today's video, I'm going to share with you what I learned by going viral with the ladies of TikTok. Now, personally, I've never spent any actual time on TikTok. I'm not interested in watching, you know, kids lip sync to K-pop or cat videos. Sometimes people send me a cat video that's a TikTok and I'll look at it and go, cats sure are cute, but it's not really my thing. However, my team put together a Natural Lifestyles TikTok some months ago and chopped up a bunch of, you know, clips from sexuality stuff, dating stuff, meditation, lifestyle, you know, all the things that we cover and punched up a bunch of one and two minute clips. Now, obviously, I'm a teacher for men, teaching men about sexuality, dating, and relationships, and I was in no way expecting what happened because what ended up happening, due to the algorithm gods and obviously the quality of the content, is that a bunch of the videos went quite viral in the millions of views, pretty much overnight. Which is kind of ironic. You know, I spent whatever ten plus years on YouTube and getting a million plus video is something that happens rarely, but uh, you know, on TikTok things happen fast if they happen and Suddenly, I've blown up. Now, the interesting thing about that, aside from cool, I'm an influencer on TikTok apparently, is when we look at the analytics, and obviously within the comment section becomes very obvious, is that over 50% of the audience that are watching those clips are women. When you look at the analytics on the YouTube videos, it's, you know, somewhere between 5, 10, sometimes 15 or 20%. If, if there's something that's, you know, juicy and sexy, some the sexual related stuff the ladies do watch sometimes, but on the TikTok, very clear that over half the audience is women and they are very active. So the comment sections are on fire and pretty much it's only women commenting in those. So this is unexpected and just an organic outgrowth of, of the content that I was putting out, which was directed at men, but is definitely striking a chord with women, particularly in the areas of discussing sexuality, BDSM, dominance, things like consent, aftercare, and especially discussions about what it means to be a healthy masculine male who is interacting with a woman with directness, boldness, but also sensitivity, calibration, and an empathetic understanding of her situation. So I thought to kick off this four-part series that I'll be releasing over the next week, we would dive into what is really striking a chord with women on these TikTok videos. So pull out some of the clips, look at some of the most popular comments, and see what we can learn about women. Now, there will be some guys who will have an initial resistance to this, who will be like, ah, it's just chicks complaining, or they expect us to read their minds or uh, be immature about this, and you can have that position, and there are definitely some women on those comments who are being bratty and you know, immature as well. But the, for the most part, the women are really trying to express what is unheard and unseen about them in terms of their sexuality, and it's very obvious that there is a massive gulf or massive divide between what men and women want, the lack of communication that's happening between them, and how much dissatisfaction there is sexually between the sexes, and also how unnecessary that is, because all of these things can actually be solved with some technical understanding, clean communication, and some empathy. So, let's dive into some of the most popular TikToks uh, on the internet about sexuality BDSM, starring James Marshall. The first stroke of penetration should generally last, you know, at least a minute to to penetrate.
1: Usually, when women are aroused and they're ready for penetration, they will start moving towards you, right? Their body, their hips, like they will guide you in rather than you like pushing it in. And in terms of the first stroke of penetration, an interesting study, like the first inch of the vagina, which no one ever really pays attention to, I think, has a lot of a lot of pleasure nerves that a lot of women like. So instead of just going right in, even if you take your and start like stroking motions, like painting, kind of like a paintbrush, or you kind of go in and out from the first inch, it will also create a lot of pleasure before you like fully penetrate.
0: And that's something I do at various points throughout sex is like taking. It- and paint with it you can do cool things where you can spiral it out like where you like yeah. kind of stretching so in a circular motion as far as i understand you know you have these stretch receptors stretch cells right mm-hmm. that like respond to actual stretching and kind of regardless of your size if you're like actually pushing around the edges of the vagina and then you can spiral it out and just do the head on the you know first inch or so and then spiral it in and out and that's also a cool way to map as well because you can t- tell her to say yes or Yes, if there's certain points, and then Mm. as you're spiraling through, you'll find all sorts of points. And these are special points for her, and you can navigate in and out towards them. This one on arousal and penetration with 3.8 million views. Some of the top comments from the ladies. Just the tip is literally something that I live by. How do I get this on his FYP, which is For You page? I had to look it up, I didn't know. Didn't know until now that I need to be spiraled. Saving this to watch later while my husband is listening. Cool. And then from some of the dudes, we got comments like, the first stroke should last how long? So here we see some of the the issues going on. So the the point of this video is looking at the speed of penetration or the initial penetration of a woman. And almost ubiquitously, women are saying that men penetrate them too quickly, right? So it's like a bit of kissing, a bit of foreplay, and then they stick it in. Now, I can understand there can be there can be reasons for this which are not necessarily selfish or negative. It can simply be that the guy's a bit stressed out about trying to get it in because he wants to maintain his erection. There's the stress of performance that can happen initially as a guy's trying to, or the like uncertainty of whether he's actually going to get it in at all, and if this is happening and he's trying to rush towards the goal. The problem with this, though, is that if a woman is not ready and her arousal typically takes much longer than a man, as sexologist Tucha Bellic has expressed in this video, then we can be completely out of sync with the, you know, the arousal phases. The man gets turned on really quickly, penetrates, and typically lasts three to five minutes at best, unfortunately, the statistics say. Whereas a woman needs time to get out of her head, to relax, for her pussy to engorge with blood, to swell, to puff, to lubricate, so that she's actually really ready for penetration. And if by the time she's anywhere near that, the guy's already started, done his thing and finished, then you've got these two people working on very different and incompatible time scales. So it might be a surprise to some guys to be like, what, 20 to 40 minutes before she's ready to be penetrated? Well, yeah, we'll look at this in more detail in creating solutions in part two of this video series in the next video. But in brief, we can think about it in terms of foreplay, right? It doesn't mean that I need to, I don't know, sit there with a, with a watch and, and wait until, until she's turned on. It's like, okay, I need to enjoy pleasure with her. I need to lead her mind into this erotic space. I need to get her, her and myself out of my head, into my body. And learning to slow down will be of assistance to both men and women. Obviously, for the women, it gives them time to get ready. For the man, it does actually, over time, teach him to get into a state of relaxed arousal. right? To not be... Thinking or projecting multiple steps ahead to not have fixation on his orgasm or on the penetrative sex act itself. Of course, you know, that's a part of sex and amazing and, in, you know, irreplaceable part of sex. But you want to start thinking of the entire sexual experience as part of the arousal, right? So that foreplay is happening throughout, that we're always looking to be sensual, to read the other person's body, to be able to see if we can sync up and match up. with each each other's arousal states because obviously that's where we're going to generate the most connection, intimacy, and pleasure. If you're enjoying today's episode and you'd like to find out more about the services and information that the natural lifestyles provide, then check out our show notes where you'll see links to all of our other resources, including our YouTube channel, TikTok, and most importantly, our workshop schedule. TNL team is constantly on the road, traveling the planet and teaching the world's most high-end bespoke and personalized coaching workshops for men. Teaching you how to date women in everyday situations without the use of cheesy lines or those goddamn apps. Check it out and now back to the episode. This video with 2.4 million views is another one that looks at the speed and pace of the sexual experience itself and a lot of women complain to their sexual therapists and in general. That they feel rushed. So, whether this is about rushing to the first penetration or just rushing the sexual experience in general, it's really important for a woman to, in order for her to really relax, really let go, she has to get into a trance state, essentially, right? So, to get out of her head, to relax, to down regulate. And a lot of women can feel like that, they're, that this is a chore for the man, right? That they're worried that they're taking too long to come or that he, he's, Kind of selfishly just wants to get his rocks off or wants to get to, you know, certain positions or certain extreme sex acts straight away because that's how he feels gratified. And so as a result, a lot of women feel like they're just there to serve the man's kind of selfish pleasure. So for men that do care and that, you know, do want to give their women good sexual experiences, which a lot, you know, most men do actually, a lot of the time this stuff doesn't come from malice or from actual selfishness. It comes from some ignorance or from, not being able to know how to communicate, uh, not feeling comfortable to discuss things or not understanding his own body or her, her body properly. And so there's these disconnects. So even as Tutscha is saying here, just allowing the woman to take time by giving her verbal permission can make the world a difference. You know, Some of the comments that we look at here show that often women have never experienced that. Do most women complain about that we as men could easily fix or take into account.
1: A lot of women feel like they are rushed. So, even letting women know, take your time, telling them, like, I enjoy your body, even like the most confident body positive woman report having high insecurity when it comes to their body image. I think a lot of like words of appreciation help women downregulate and relax and get out of their head. And also, slowing down is very big. A lot of women feel like if the man came, okay, like it's done. Let's wrap it up. I think by slowing down together and just giving her time, a lot of women will feel like that's already like a lot. I think
0: some of the top comments: OMG, seriously! I just want him to slow down. I feel like by the time I get out of the car, he's already halfway to the store. Work with that analogy; it makes sense, right? Take your time. Inverted commas would push me over the edge. Hundred percent. I'm here for the whole experience, not just the end moment. Right. So this is clearly something that a lot of women are struggling with. That. The guy is just too fast, the sexual experience is over before she's had a chance to rev the car up and get it out of the garage because he's already at the store or whatever the analogy is. So slow down, take your time. This clip with 800,000 views started a little uh, controversy between the men and women who were kind of arguing some of the finer points of this and there's some interesting things to note from it. Describe what is good dominant to you.
1: When he actually pays attention to your body talking, like if he actually goes ahead and like listens to you, kind of like really like tries to learn you and then make it that turning into something dominant. And just, like, you know, like, grab you on the right spots and just, like, kind of pull your hair or just, like, bite your lips or just, like, I don't know, like, turn you around. Like, uh, again, this is another thing that is actually showing so much dominance and it's so underrated. We do not like it when a guy is asking you to switch
0: positions. Mm -hmm.
1: Like, just go ahead and put me into doggy position or whatever you want to f*** me and just do it and do not ask me.
0: From the ladies, some men just get it and instinctively know. Others don't. When he just knows and actually does it. From the guys, being dominant. Equals read my mind and anticipate what I want even if I don't know it myself. Brilliant. 1,400 likes on that one from the gents. And then from the ladies, I like how people think she wants a mind reader, but men who have done this know exactly what she's talking about. So there's this confusion here, right? Where it's like, as Emily in the clip is saying, in general, a woman wants a man to be dominant, but she doesn't want him to have to ask her or micromanage every single thing. Right? "Baby, do you want to get on top or could you please turn around or do you want to get into this other kind of position?" These kinds of statements, although they're, you know, I mean, it is a bit of a bit confusing because you're trying to communicate, but at the same time what she actually wants is for you to take clear leadership. Now, you know, there's some challenges here in terms of that we have to read her mind, but it's not so much that. It's learning to read her body and also as the, as the dominant male to be able to make decisions, right? So you can say, turn around, get on your knees, spread your legs, open your mouth, like starting to give these kinds of commands. This is the, you know, the foundation of verbal dominance and it allows her to then relax into the moment and to be led. So when in doubt for men, yeah, okay, we can discuss things. Maybe it's better to talk about these things after sex or before sex, less so during them. But you can, if you, if you have confusion as a male, you can say, okay, well, it's not so weird to me if I want to move you in different positions, uh, should I just do that or should I ask you every time? And very obviously in these situations, the one will just say, just do it and do the thing that you want. And at the same time, we need to have the much subtler understanding of learning to read her body signals, learning to watch the way her breathing is or to see the way that she arches her back or opens her legs up and so on. There are so much sub-communication that will give you permission or will give you clarity about where you should go in the next move, but ultimately as a dominant male, it comes down to you making clear decisions, leading, and likely she will very happily follow. This saucy video of me tying up a lovely lady in a podcast, how that happened, it's welcome to my life, generated a lot of activity, a lot of women were very interested in this one, so you know, some of the comments we've got here is... It was the come here, for me. The way he avoided almost any physical contact and yes, his voice. Good lord, I would have fainted when someone tells me come here in that voice, or come here, as I did. What do I have to do to become your subject? Blushing. Me. I'm blushing. He's so polite and calm. Me next. My turn. These are all like individual comments. Daddy. This man. Oh my. The come here. Sir, wonderful demonstration. We have all melted. That come here made my knees melt. You get the general idea. Well, the first thing I've discovered is that the male version of the first trap when it comes to TikTok is putting up gentlemanly respectful BDSM and I get way, way more DMs and attention than I am betting a lot of the muscle bound chads out there. It's really struck a nerve with a lot of women. The key things that the ladies have pointed out in this clip is okay, so what am I functionally doing? I'm demonstrating tying a woman by the wrists and putting it over a head. It's a cool move. But the things that really stood out to the women was for many of them, seeing for the first time an example of bondage, BDSM and bondage, that wasn't rough and aggressive and degrading or humiliating. You know, It wasn't extreme dominance. It was actually sensual dominance. Lots of people have commented on the way that I applied the silk with minimal touch to the woman. The politeness and the gentleness of the way that I did it is something that really struck a chord with a lot of women's sexuality. So this comes down to you know, there's, there's broad misunderstanding of what dominance, what kink, what BDSM actually is in terms of the spread of possibilities. And most women who have got fantasies related to, you know, being dominated or restrained or having different types of fantasy role plays, using wax, like all of these kinds of things, often they're not thinking of it in the most extreme ways. They don't necessarily want to go to a dungeon and have a dungeon master flog them for an hour. They want to feel safe. They want to feel respected. They want a man who is gentle but powerful, who can take command of them in a way that makes their body feel really safe and good. And then it kept on coming up over and over again. The couple of phrases that are in in that clip, one is the "come here," right? And this is again the use of simple, clear, direct dominance in the in terms of vocal commands, right? And this you know this you can use those two words "come here" in all sorts of situations which would have otherwise led to a stalling point in the interaction, the seduction, or the sex. You know, I've talked about this before, when guy gets girl home, sitting on couch, and then there's a meter divide between them, the simplest way to solve that issue is to say, come over here, right, to get her to come that meter towards you to close the gap herself, or later on, stand up and say, come here, right, or in this situation where it's like, I know, it's very clear to the woman when I say those words, that something's about to happen and I know what it is right, which puts me into leadership dominance, puts her into follower submission, and a woman who is anticipating a good time, right, so keep those words in mind, but come here giving simple directions. Thank you for listening to The Natural Lifestyles podcast. If you enjoyed our content and you'd like some more, then you can check out our YouTube channel, which is just The Natural Lifestyles. And if you want to find out about our live coaching and online coaching services, including our incredible live dating workshops, sexuality workshops, then you should check out our website, thenaturallifestyles.com. Thanks once again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.